Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Tuesday, and uh, the market is kind of firming up towards the end of the day, which is uh, looking good. Um, you know, hey, um, you know, we're starting to see again some movement back into some of the the techs, and uh, I did make a buy today on uh, Marvell Technologies, which uh, just a half position, but it's uh, looking pretty good in terms of how it's uh, you know starting to starting to to move. So you know we'll see um, how it works out. Um, again, you know um, of course um, you know we've got um, um, we've got Nvidia that is going to be splitting. Let's see if I can. Well, I've got a little bit frozen up there. Okay, good. Let's see. Let's go back here. Yeah, let's see if I can move these windows around a little bit. Oops, come on. Let's see if it'll let me do No, it won't. <laughs> come on. <laughs> there we go. Now it'll let me move it over there. Okay, so there we go. So I'll put this up full screen. See if we can get the slides up here. There we go. Always a... There we go. Anyways, um, basically, uh, the market is in a confirmed uptrend, which is really good. We're still above that very critical 14,000 level on the NASDAQ. So that is looking pretty darn good. Um, and uh, the S&P is near record high. The Dow Jones is as well. Volume is a little bit down, but we seem to be hanging in there. So... I'm really liking that. Here's a list of the stocks that I currently hold long. And, of course, this doesn't include my, my uh, option contracts, but I'm kind of getting, you know, kind of a full full thing here. Uh, I've got Blackstone Minerals Limited Partnership. This is an oil and gas stock. It's up a little bit today. Not a lot. I'm in CrowdStrike. It's also up. DocuSign's pulled back a little bit, but I'm looking to add to this position. This has been a really good position for me. I did add another one yesterday. It's a it's a, a semiconductor um, uh, manufacturer, uh, semiconductor equipment company, uh, KL KLIC. It's down a little bit. The volume's down, so I'm not too worried about that. I've got a, a small position in L Brands. Of course, that's a in the retail. I've been moving into the retail. Nice move in Microsoft. I'm in Microsoft, looking also to possibly add some shares in Apple. I don't have any Apple shares right now. I just have contracts. I just have um, options right now. Uh, Nike, I enter Nike. It's it's uh, it's moving very nicely. Uh, I think Nike has moved into a nice buy zone. It's up $3.41 today. About um, about a 2% change. But the thing that's good about it is today it's, it's getting volume. So that's looking good. NVIDIA's right at 800. It seems to be kind of flirting with that 800. I, I, I think it really needs to punch through about uh, 804, 803 really to, to move higher. But um, there was, uh, I guess it was Jim Cramer. Uh, uh, I didn't see this, but on CNBC he said that basically the, the target price is 900. Well, that might get that high, but I think uh, what I'm really looking for, I'm going to be probably selling my position. I have both options and the, the underlying shares probably on or about July 19th because that's when it's going to start trading as a split share, four for one. And then, of course, I did just go into Marvell Technologies. Very weak volume right now, but it's up. So that's kind of where it's looking. Now, in my small portfolio, and, and of course, I have a multiple portfolio, so I, I'll only show you the small portfolio. I'm going to try to figure out how I can 
put all this together and show you more information. But at least for right now, I still have a fair amount of pat in cash. I'm only about 70% in the market right now, which is interesting. I'm just trying to find the good things to buy. Uh, I did sell out of uh, Virgin Galactic when it pulled back. I sold it at 53. It may be given another opportunity. So kind of put that one on your watch list. I think that we may be seeing some more action in Virgin Galactic. I just play Virgin where, you know, I buy it, I wait for the wait for the pop, push the stop loss up, and if it pulls back, then I'm out. So I'm out currently of um, of Virgin uh, right now. But this kind of shows you what I'm looking at. I do have a fairly large um, uh, share in CrowdStrike. I may reduce that. I just don't know how I'm gonna, what I'm going to do on that. Right now, in terms of my small portfolio, my largest position is in DocuSign. It's done very, very well. Um, so I expect it to 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 move even higher. But uh, I'm probably going to be readjusting this. I'm trying to get this ready. Typically, you only want to have eight full positions in your portfolio. Now, these little slices here, these are half positions, uh, and then I do have a two, then I have a double position in in uh, DocuSign. So that kind of gives you kind of gives you an idea of sort of where it's at in terms of in terms of that. So. Uh, kind of interesting, uh, and uh, it's sort of working, so we shall get to the slides here in a second. So thanks for holding on, everybody. Uh, let's see. I want to take a question from TikTok first, just because, you know, I seem like I'm neglecting people. Okay, let's look at, let's look at, um, uh, and I think this everybody be interested in this one, the NVIDIA price target. So what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to, um, see if I can get that up for you here. There we go. And NVIDIA. So just give me a, just a second here and we'll pull it up. There we go. We're at NVIDIA. Okay. Let's take a look at that NVIDIA chart and kind of get an idea of you know where we're going there. Oh, just lost my <laughs> just lost my camera once again. Wowee, I tell you. This bandwidth thing it just seems to go in and out, so eh, I don't know. So let's take a look at NVIDIA. Oh, there we go. Alright. With NVIDIA basically, and I did some notation here. This is this is where I was buying my shares here for the second time. Okay, I did sell out when NVIDIA pulled back, but then right when it bounced off that 10-day line, I was back in again. Currently, it's trading at about 8.02. Looks like some, some, of the, some of the big boys are going to sneak in at the last minute. That's kind of what it's looking like to me. Again, it's moved above that key $800 level. I'm showing you the five-minute chart here, and it looks as if if we can break this resistance right here at about 8.03, I think we're going to probably move a little bit higher seeing some nice volume coming in towards the end of the day. I do think that, um, you know, many of the people out there are looking, you know, to possibly get in before the, you know, but before the, um, um, you know, before the split. And, of course, everybody knows the split happens basically on the, um, on, on the, uh, um, the, the, the 19th of July. So, that's going to be a key date for it. Now, where do I think the price target is going to be, ideally, for for um, NVIDIA? You know, I do think based on based on what we're seeing in terms of this, we could be as high as 850 uh, in the relatively near term, which is about a month. Um, above that, I'm not so sure because here's the thing: 
it doesn't really matter that much. I mean, I'm mean, sure everybody's saying, well, the, the, the target's $900. Well, that's great, but if it's split four for one, that's basically a target of 225 So what I think is, is I think we're going to have, we're going to have the split value of these shares being between about maybe 200 and about 215 So I really believe that, you know, we're probably going to see it top out July at about the 265 maybe 255 level but i don't think it's going to go much beyond that I, you know i'm i'm really actually looking at about 2 about uh, about 740 uh for i'm sorry 840 for the price that we're going to see by basically by about July 19th so that's kind of what i'm seeing here in that so anyways it's uh <laughs> It's kind of weird. Okay, let's take a look at Shoe Carnival. Now, Shoe Carnival is a relatively thinly traded stock. It did, it, it, you know, I have been adjusting my trade on Shoe Carnival. Um, and, uh, but uh, let's look at Shoe Carnival, S-C-V-L. And that has been kind of pulling back, and it's been pulling down. But I do think that we have some support. You know, it's starting to get some support here. I did readjust some of my, yeah, as you can see, we kind of, we kind of came down here really from about 79 to about 71. I do think we're going to see some support, and we're, I do think it's going to move higher into the split. Uh, I think that probably, you know, probably the limit is going to be about 80. But I do think that coming into the split, into July 19th, I think we're going to see hopefully some more strength. The relative strength line is pointing down, and we have some seen some selling, but there has been, up until this time, there has been some buying. So really a mixed bag. Um, I, I probably will close the trade if it moves below about uh, 70 uh, or about the 21-day line. I have a I have a, an alert there. But right now, I do think that uh, it seems like it's bounced and hopefully it's starting to trade up once again. Sometimes what happens with this is that they get, they get a little bit ahead of themselves. I'm going to draw a trend line here. And this trend line is going through the higher highs. And so basically what I'm thinking is going to, is, 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 this is sort of the channel here that we're looking at. Um, and I do believe that we should probably see some resistance, probably at about 69, and then hopefully we'll be back up again to about this level here. So we shall see if we get a bounce or not. We've had three down days in a row. Um, so, and it does, but it does look like we're starting to get some, uh, we're trying, starting to get some, some, um, uh, you know, some, some, uh, some strength here. So we'll see the, the, the volume is up though. That's a little bit concerning. Uh, and we'll see if it, we'll, we'll see if it does, but it, I will be closing it out if it falls below about, um, uh, if it, if it falls below about, uh, about 69, I'm probably out of that. So. Uh, hopefully it won't, and we will see. But let's look at uh, Virgin Galactic. Thanks, Samuel, very, very much. Um, Virgin has, of course, pulled back a little bit, as we kind of knew that was going to happen. Uh, let's see if we can get that chart up. Yeah, there we go. Great. Um, it's pulled back a little bit. I do think we're going to get some support. Let's kind of take a look with the tracking pen here to see. I do think we're going to get some support right about 45, 46. But we'll see. The volume is up tremendously. There's been a lot of selling, but see, part of the thing is, is that when it when it gaps up like this, it can't maintain this angle. So, what I think is that you know we're gonna we're gonna see it kind of probably, probably um, we're we're gonna see it probably try to 
to get some support. And again, I think support's going to be right about 45. And then I think we might we might see it uh, hover there for a little bit and possibly even go up. The all-time high is 62.50, and uh, I think there is a good chance that we may we might get to that. But I do think we're going to we're going to start to see some support hopefully at about 44.45. We'll see. Uh, again, um, everybody that's been following uh, on the Discord room, you will probably know that I put my stop loss at 53. So that that sold out. I'm kind of waiting for another opportunity to possibly come in. It could come all the way back down to 39. We just don't know. If it does, then it will definitely probably uh, resume a higher high. But right now, we can't. We, right now, we just have to wait. Uh, if you're down more than 7%, I recommend you selling, waiting for it to base a little bit, and then move higher. So, um, you know, that's kind of how these trade. You know, you know, stocks really don't trade uh, purely up or down. They kind of, they kind of, you know, move around a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> it's always, it's always a little bit of a issue when you have a five flyer like, uh, like Virgin Galactic kind of where to catch it and how to catch it. But it's definitely you can make money on it. Let's look at uh, Pinterest, P-I-N-S. This is one of the ones that I have been looking for. You know, this is really, really setting up nicely. And I really am looking to 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 expand into this one. This is probably going to be on my, you know, this is going to go on the watch list um, because I do think uh, this one has the potential. This has an extremely good chart pattern. It's called a double bottom. Let's look at the weekly chart. And I do think this is going there. The internet content uh, area has been moving very nicely. As you can see, we have this buy point here. This buy point, it's a first stage double bottom, which is an extremely good pattern. It's one of the best patterns out there. That's at 88.83, and we're currently at 78.81. So here's what we can do probably with this one, uh, is that uh, you know we might want to start trying to take a look at possibly moving into Pinterest because it just has a very, very good pattern. Now, the question is, when would you buy it? Well, it doesn't look like it's going to give us very much of a chance. These really strong stocks, a lot of times they don't give you a lot of chance to get into them, so you can't buy totally on the best chart patterns. But at least for right now, what we're seeing is that, um, you know, is that there is, you know, this reversal that's going on Gonna, I'm going to put that put that in here. Oh, get a little bit uh, bandwidth constrained here. <laughs> Once again, hopefully, yeah, he'll come back here in a second. There we go. All right. So basically, this is the reversal line. We're almost at the reversal line. I, I'm probably not a buyer quite yet, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to set an alert on that line. And the reason I am is because I do think that uh, we could possibly do a buy stop limit order on Pinterest, which would be very powerful. And I think that you could probably you, you could probably do that with a limit being at about uh, at, at about 83.50. So here's what I would do with Pinterest, and this may take a few days to 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 to, uh, to, um, um, to fill, but I do think that this might be a great way to go uh, for pens. Um, and basically, what I would consider doing is selling a buy and stop limit order for um, uh, 83.50, 83.50 being the limit, and 83.60, um, being the, uh, um, 
being the, being the limit. So here's kind of what I would do with Pinterest. I think I think a, a, a buy stop limit order might work very well. What I'm talking about that buy stop limit is right at this line here. This is the reversal line. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to resect. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put a new. I'm, I'm going to kind of put a new um, alert in there for the buy stop limit at 83.50. And basically, what I'm you know what I think you could do here with a buy stop limit or set a buy stop limit or and as it moves above this reversal line I do think that this is this is probably a pretty conservative reversal line but just to get it as it moves up to the buy point which is 88.83 I think this would be probably a really good entry point here so I'm going to probably be looking at setting a buy stop limit order for 83.50 and then the limit on it would be uh, 83.60 now the way these work these buy stop limit orders work is that basically what happens is it just kind of, this this order just kind of sits there until until the price moves above that line when that moves above that line that limit order is placed that uh, 8360 order is placed and then hopefully you get a fill on that so what that allows you to do is automatically buy as it's moving higher i always recommend that people try to buy as the stock is moving higher because um, that that's going to give you probably a much better result than trying to buy on the dips or anything like that. I don't really recommend buying on the tips. I know that everybody, you know, like on CNBC says, oh yeah, on average it, you know, buy on the dips, that's a great thing. But I, you know, I tell you, my experience has been, you know, things, it's sort of like Newton's law. I mean, if, if something is in motion to the motion, it tends to stay in that direction until it's acted on. So, if if a stock is falling and nothing acts on it, it's just going to go lower. That's one of the reasons why I like to buy as it's going upwards. If it's going upwards and nothing really is acting on on that price, then it's going to continue to go upwards. So that's why I like to use the buy stop limit order. I think it can be very handy, especially when you're you know when you have a situation where you want to buy something at a specific price, and uh, and 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 stay in there. So. That's a. I think pens is really good, and I think you know buy stop limit order on that would really really work well. Um, do you think we should stay out of the market in general? <laughs> good question. Well, I'm about seventy percent. Um, I'm I'm currently about seventy percent invested in the market, and I do believe that we have. And, uh, and and it's strange because you know here I you know here 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 I'm saying this, but I do think that we are coming back into a decent market and I kind of want to just show you some indicators. I'm going to go over here to investors.com and I we just kind of look at some some indicators here that that I think are that I think pretty relevant in terms of the market direction and I just kind of want to pull this up for you on the screen. And basically what what, what this is saying here is that um, we are in a confirmed uptrend. So Basically, our indexes are starting to make new highs. This is a good time to move back into the market. It's it's strange, but you know you wouldn't think that that is the case. But that's what the, that's what the data is telling us. And I try to be as data driven as I possibly can on this. So right now, at least, and you know, and it, it changes all the time. We are looking in a market with a con, in a confirmed uptrend. This is a tough market to trade. I have to admit, this is a stock pickers market. We want to look only for the kind of the very best things that we can find out there. Um, and so it, it, it's it's tough. I mean, uh, I typically like to look at certain sectors of the economy to get kind of a good idea on where to go. So without further ado, I'm going to go and take a look at one of the sectors of the economy. So I'm going to go back 
And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to, again, go to the sectors that are doing the best. And I'll bring that up in just a second. Here we go. All right. So put up the industry groups and let's do a sort by the rank. And the reason I do this so much is because I always kind of want to see, you know, where is the where is the puck going? Kind of like Bobby Orr said years ago. If you're a Canadian, uh, if you're a, if you're a hockey fan, you know how you know they asked him, well, how are you how are you such a good player? Uh, and he basically said, I, I I go where the puck is going, you know, and that's kind of what you want to see. So right now in the market, the number one sector currently is the oil and gas, and I've been I've been strong in here, but I think that this is backing off just a tad. What I think is now coming into play are some of these retail apparel. Uh, areas now one one area that I've been particularly focusing on as of late has been the retail apparel shoes category and that category seems to basically be pretty good I mean it, it, it it's had some good ones in here um, so basically uh, you know this is where Lululemon lives and stock and and stocks like that I mean uh, so you know very strong very very strong stars but let's kind of look at where the top stocks are well, interestingly enough, we've got this Duluth Holdings. And I don't know anything about Duluth Holdings, but I do know that the stock is indeed a very good stock. Now, it's got a very odd uh, odd chart, and I want to kind of kind of point that out to you. Its its chart is really right in a buy zone right now. And this is a company that I don't know much about at all. I have to. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It basically markets clothing and tools. I, I don't really know what <laughs> what is going on here, but I like the chart pattern a whole lot. I'd really, really like the chart pattern. So you might want to put this one down on your on your on your uh, 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 on your list. It's called Duluth Holdings, and the and the symbol is D L H. Uh, D D E L H Duluth Holdings. So, you know, here's the thing. I kind you know, it's got this tremendous relative strength, which I really like. It's got it's right in the buy zone. I see. So the buy zone on this one on a consolidation base is eighteen dollars. It's currently at eighteen eighty four. So it's totally buyable right now. But one of the things that really kind of perked my ears up is it's in this great group, as I say, this this retail apparel shoes group. This is the number 12 group, and it just went through earnings, and the earnings were excellent. 104 uh, earnings per share were 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 up. We're, we're we're doing great. The sales were up 21%, but the profits, and that's the key, up 104. So this is one you kind of want to put a look on, and and it's DL uh, DLTH. I'm actually going to write this one down. I really don't. Is again, I don't know a lot about Duluth Holdings. DLTH, but I know that I know a good chart when I see it, and this one has 25, 23% fund ownership. This is a cash flow positive company. Instead of, you know, fooling around with companies that are losing money, why not have a company that makes money? And this is a good return on equity. It's seven percent. So, all around, this one's looking pretty darn decent, and uh, it looks like it's it's coming into its own. It's called Duluth Holdings, and again, it's in the retail sector, which I do think right now seems to be getting a lot of love so you know hey i just don't know uh but this is one that i'm looking for bargains in and uh you know so that's kind of what i'm looking at um a question came in from TikTok about riot blockchain of course as you well know there has been an absolute campaign against bitcoin 
by many of the central banks. And I don't think that's going to abate. I, I, I wish it would, but I think that, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to have some, some real issues coming with that. Now, Riot Blockchain, I want to kind of go back to the week to the monthly chart in Riot Blockchain. This is one of the spikiest stocks I've ever seen, and it's still in a downward trend based on the, based on its, um, you know, based on its chart. Uh, it does appear to be pulling above, you know, 37, and it does appear to have moved above this reversal line that that I have put in here. So, you know, I, it does look like we're in the early stages of a recovery for Riot Blockchain. Um, they just went through earnings, sales were up 871 percent, and the 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 profits were up 175. So things are looking good there. I do have a little bit of concern here. It is cash flow positive, which I do like, but only 11% funds. So here's what I would do. I probably would not buy it at this level. I'd be much more interested in it if it was able to move above about 50. So right now with Riot Blockchain, I think you got to be really prudent here because you could get easily burned on this. So right now I think um, Riot is uh, a watch list. And and what do I mean by watch list? Well, what I mean by watch list is that in many of the many of the programs that uh, that you probably use, you can you can put in a stock with a, with a symbol, and then put an alert on it. And I think that's what you ought to do. I would probably be setting my alert right here at about about um, about 40 to see if it could see if it could move beyond that. So I'm going to set an alert here at right at about 40 dollars a share. Now again, that's not you know that's not really an alert to buy or sell, but I just kind of want to see how that one is doing. It definitely has pulled back, and it looks like it's reversing. It's starting to reverse higher, but I think you got to be super careful on Riot Blockchain because it's just very volatile, and it could be good, but it also could be kind of kind of a disaster too. So I think you've got to be very careful. Uh, you know, very, very careful. All right, we have another question. Thank you, Gator fan. Let's look at EVK. Let's see about EVK. All right, and EVK is Everglory International Group, and it's a Chinese stock. You know, I have been, uh, I've made money in the Chinese stocks. This one definitely has a uh, has some cash flow. It does have some fund uh, fund sponsorship. I typically like to see a little bit more fund sponsorship than this, um, but I'll take it. You know, the fact most Chinese stocks don't have a lot of fund sponsorship. Um, there has been a, uh, a increase in sales, but they're still losing money. So I am a little bit, you, you know, there's there's some things that don't really add up here for me, and I just kind of want to point them out. Um, it says that uh, there is a five. 58% per share cash flow, which would be good for a $2 stock, which would be which was which would be good. But they're but in this in this current corner, they're losing eight cents a share. That doesn't seem to line up for me. Uh, also, their sales are up 21%. I would be very I would be very leery about this stock because it looks as if I mean if this is the one we're looking at, there might be some fraud in this one. Now remember. I don't know if you remember last year with Luckin Coffee LK, but it was amazing because even CNBC, you know, and I, I was looking at the stock and I looked at it upside and down and I, and I just couldn't figure it out. Well, 
guess what? It was a fraud. And that's a problem that you have in many of these Chinese stocks. Now, this is one of the reasons why I think you've got to be extra special careful with a stock below two dollars and ninety-eight cents. So, if if I were if if I you know if I'm going to give my my opinion on this one, I, I would have to pass on it. I just I just would. I just don't think that uh, uh, you know. I just I think that this one might not be all it's cracked up to be. Now, is it is, is, is it is it fraudulent? Is this company fraudulent? Who knows? I'm not an auditor. But it doesn't list, it doesn't meet the smell test for me, so I'd be real careful with this one, uh, and possibly I probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't do it. All right, so Jay, thank you very much. Are you happy with Apple? Absolutely, I am. It's one of the best performing stocks of all time, and it's one of the two. I think there's two, two or three trillion, uh, two trillion dollar companies. I know Microsoft's in that category. I think Apple is the other one. Uh, you know, here's the thing about Apple that I think you've got to uh, look at. We're coming very, very close to a consider essentially an intermediate buy point for uh, for Apple. Now, of course, this this is the this is the line that I've driven driven here. If you'll notice, this says 137.07. This is the this is the this is the first this is the first buy point. We're very, very close to this. Uh, so Apple might we might start want to moving into Apple possibly as soon as tomorrow or the next day. I don't think that we want to buy it right now. We want to see it cross over that 137. But Apple is looking very very strong in in my book. And uh, you know uh, so right now I think that uh, you could possibly um, you know you you could possibly pretty start moving into Apple. I I think it's. I think it's pretty excellent. I don't have the physical shares right now. I did have some physical shares. I did sell them. I do have a spread on this, uh, and it's doing very well. So, um, you know, this is uh, this is definitely something that you should look at possibly putting in your portfolio. I already have Microsoft in my portfolio. I think that you know, <laughs> Apple is one of those stocks that's just it's a great stock, and uh, um, you know, the, thing, the only thing about Apple is very very widely held. So you're not going to get you're not going to see a lot of probably uh, as much movement upward as you're going to see with some other stocks. But it, it, I, I think it's very good, and especially a good time to buy it right now. All right, so I think we have Viva. Is that Viva Systems? No, VBIV. I'm sorry, that's uh, from okay VBIB. So let's look at that VBIV. Uh, and let's take a quick look. Yeah, and uh, novel technologies. Okay, with vaccine protection. Okay, this is one of the drug stocks. Here's the thing about the drug stocks. Drug stocks are great. You can make a lot of money in them. But the problem with this area is, this this is called this biotech area. As you can see, it's 114 out of 197. So right now, the stocks in this area aren't doing particularly well. Also, another strike against this one. I probably would not be in this one because it's under $10 a share, and that's very important for me. And the reason it is is because over $10 a share, I can really handle the volatility, but below $10 a share, the volatility can become an issue. I mean, just one small pullback, and you're going to be down over 10%, and that would that would signal a sell zone. So right now with this one, there is a downward trend, at least in the short term on this one. I'll show you that. Uh, so I probably would not be a buyer of it, but you just draw a trend line here, and you can see... That yeah, I, I guess I I, I would I I'm sorry, we, we're starting an upward trend, but this is the trend line. 
and the way you draw the trend line square is you go to the tie, you go through the intermediate uh, high, and then that's going to give you the trend line. So it is starting to reverse, but I just don't, I probably would not be in this one. I'm seeing some sell signals there. Uh, this, anytime you see a red above this, this red average line, this, this isn't a, this isn't a, linear scale. It's an exponential sale. So this is a lot of selling going on here. So I would just have to, looking at all these things, I would just probably not be, I would not be in this one. I just, I just wouldn't be in this one right now just because of those issues. Uh, but again, my, my, myotech is, is a great area. It's just that I don't like to play it as much because of its volatility. So let's look at uh, Tesla, you know, and Tesla has been setting up, you know, Tesla was my best stock of last year. Uh, you know, and it seems like every year there's one or two or three really great stocks. Unfortunately, Tesla since about February has not been performing well. And this is the, this is the issue. I'm totally out of Tesla right now. I'd love to get back into this, but I just haven't seen the strength that I want to see. It did move above the reversal line that, uh, that I have on here, but it looks like it's struggling right here and it's struggling right at about 680, as you can see. This 680 seems to be a very key level for Tesla. And I have a suspicion why this is the case. And that is, it's, what's, it's, what, it's a phenomenon they call overhead supply. And so I kind of want to draw a line here and show you this. Well, what happens is when, when Tesla was moving up so, so well in the, you know, the late December, in the mid to late December of last year, Everybody bought it, but a lot of people just kind of held on to it, and they still have it. As, as, as the stock fell, they didn't sell, and it came down, and then it bounced up, and then it came down, and then it bounced up, and then it came down, and now it's trying to bounce up. But see, here's the thing. When it gets to about 680, a lot of these people that have been holding on here, they're going to close the books on it, and they're going to sell. So there's a lot of overhead supply on Tesla right now. It's just, it's just one of those things. So I do, you know, I'm I'm a little bit leery about getting back in, just because every time it's going to move above about 680, at least for at least for the short term, short term, it's likely to be met with a lot of selling. So I am probably not going to be, uh, you know, I'm probably not going to be a buyer of Tesla at least for right now. Um, great question. Let's look at uh, Jeff has a question about Coupa Software, C O U P, and this was a great one last year. It is still in a place where you really can't buy it, and I want to kind of show you why that is the case. Typically, it's not a good idea to buy a stock below the 200-day moving average, and the reason it is not is because we want to get into a stock as it's moving, as other people are moving into it. We kind of want to be like a little minnow that follows along the whales, and the whales right now aren't aren't moving into the stock. They're, they were but now they're not. So we don't probably want to be in a stock that has a price below the 200-day moving average. And that's definitely the case with Coupa Software. Now, could we get into that in, in the future? Well, let's see if it gives us an opportunity. This is going to be, so going back to the daily chart here, let's see if we can draw a trend line. And the reason I draw these trend lines is just to kind of see if it has reversed. Well, it definitely has reversed, but I'm still below that 200-day line. So I would probably have to pass on Coupa software, at least for right now. I think if, if it could show some some conviction above about the $300 level, then I think I'd be more interested in it. But right now, Coupa software, unfortunately, 
its price is underperforming the market. And I just don't want to be in, in stocks that are underperforming the market. That's a big deal for me because it's much easier to make. It, it's it's kind of like that, you know, the fishing adage. You want to be fishing where the fish are biting. And right now, that's not an area. But in the oil and gas exploration area, and I kind of want to show you this chart, they're still biting. It's kind of amazing. This has just been a very strong area. Now, I don't know if we're, we're too late for this one, but this has a relative strength, and I'm looking at the group here, of 99. That's the very best you can get. Now, unfortunately, everything in there basically is off of its all-time high, but I'm going to look at the ones that are possibly closest to their all-time high. And one of the ones, and I actually had this for a while, is is Whiting Petroleum, as you can see by my notations here. Um, I don't think this one is viable, unfortunately, but it is moving very nicely up the um, up the 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 10-day average. So basically, the reason I think the oils are doing so well relative to the other areas is because of the threat of inflation. Actually, one of the best inflation hedges, believe it or not, is not gold. It's actually oil. <laughs> Because oil is something that actually everyone can use, so um, that could, you know, that is an area that I think people are moving into as a hedge. So here we go. Um, I have a question from, uh, right? What is your, uh, what are the top uh, five stocks for swing trading? Well, it depends on what you're looking for, but I do like. There are some stocks that I kind of want to show you, kind of want to point out because I do think that these have very good potential and they're and they're setting up very nicely one of the ones i've been in for actually about a month now is a company you're probably familiar with it's called docusign this this company i believe is doing very very well now it does have a buy point at 290 it's just below that buy point having cleared its intermediate uh high point of 275 this is one i think that you might want to take a look at for swing trading. It's, its symbol is DOCU. It tends to be relatively strong in its sector. Now, its sector is improving, but it's still not as good as I'd like it. Computer Software Enterprise. Now, usually when we come out of these rotations, where, like we're doing now, the strongest stocks will show first. And that's definitely been the case with DocuSign. It's got very, very good fund um, ownership. 1629 funds are in this, and all the best funds are in there. Fidelity Contra Fund being one of the very best. T. Rowe Price New Horizons also extremely good. But what? But last but not least, this has a 100% checklist right now, which means that this is is absolutely checking all the boxes. Can I can I predict that it'll go higher? Absolutely not. But what I am seeing with DocuSign is extremely strong stock. Now, we just went through this earnings. The earnings per share were up 283% uh, quarter over quarter, which is phenomenal, by the way. 58% up in terms of sales. So it's really checking all the boxes. And instead of losing money, this is a money winner. The return on the equity, ROI, I mean, the, 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 uh, the, the ROE, I'm sorry, <laughs> the ROE, on DocuSign is a phenomenal 42%. There's very, very few stocks ever that get to this level. As a matter of fact, if we compare it with Microsoft, let's compare it with Microsoft. And this is sort of the gold standard for return on equity, I believe, is Microsoft. And hopefully, my there we go. Um, this is sort of the gold standard for return on equity. It has a 40% return on equity, which, by the way, is phenomenal. 
So that's the reason why DocuSign may be a good stock for you to look at because I think, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm holding DocuSign right now. I'm probably going to increase my position in DocuSign because it's actually outperforming Microsoft, which in this area, in this group, in this enterprise software group, is one of the very, very best stocks. So that's one of the ones that I kind of really, really recommend if you're looking for a swing trading stock is, is DocuSign. All right. Um, okay, great question from Jose on Starbucks. S-B-U-X. And, you know, Starbucks is, you may love to hate them, but they are a good stock. They are a good stock. Now, it is it is looking like we may be getting close to a potential buy point. Now, the restaurants have been hurt very, very hard, but the retail restaurants as a group have improved a lot. And this is one of the stocks that just didn't get as hurt as bad by the COVID. Uh, this, this did quite well, believe it or not, because people are going in and they're getting the Starbucks, and it has a huge takeout business, of course. I mean, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know, but drive around. Everybody loves Starbucks. I certainly do. Probably spend way too much money there. And if you, bother, if you draw this reversal line on Starbucks, and I'm drawing it right now, you can see that we might have an ability to get this early entry. All right. The reason I draw this reversal line is because um, we we we're looking to 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 basically get an early entry on the stock, meaning that we're looking to get into the stock um, before it actually goes above the buy point, and that's why I'm drawing this reversal line. This is pretty aggressive, but this is telling us that indeed this short-term this short-term trend has reversed. And here's another thing about Starbucks that I think is just really great. Look at that buying. You see that's a little blue bar here. Now, that's not this is not a uh, linear scale. This is a logarithmic scale. So this spike is really a spike because remember every you get just a little bit away from this and it's it's it, this is like almost uh you know a you know, way over 100% of normal volume, way over that. So instead of, you know, 3 million shares trading a day, it's trading more like 9 million shares. So this is about a 300% increase. And that was just three days, and that was just on Friday. So Starbucks is looking very fine in terms of the restaurant group. And this is, this is something that is really interesting. You've got a 11% increase in terms of their sales. You've got a 94% increase in terms of their profit, and if you look at it, we have this strong, strong cash flow, two dollars and forty-six cents per share. So um, it does have a little bit of a. Uh, uh, it, it it is, you know, it has pulled back a little bit, but I think that this one is likely to move very, very well after the pandemic. So you might want to put this one down on your stock list, on your, on your, on your. Um, uh, on on your watch list, Starbucks. I'm definitely going to put it on mine. Uh, I haven't really been watching this area, but this is next in the reopening. This is probably one of the next areas to really do well, and that is the retail, um, the chain, uh, the chain retail um, uh, restaurants. And and you know, Starbucks is an absolute leader in that in that space. All right, take a look. At, let's take a look at. TikTok, and thank you so much for, for hanging on. Oh, by the way, just wanted to kind of um, 
show you a little bit, of course, if you're not on Action Trade Alerts, it's super easy to do. Just go to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, and you can put it right And this is all free, and what we do is we send out uh, alerts, basically, in terms of market condition. Is it changing? We sent out one just recently. The market moved to a, a you know from a market trend under pressure to a confirmed uptrend, and that has some very specific things that you want to do. You want to move back into the market into all cash, um, you know, if you can. Uh, also, we do put up, um, you know, sometimes some trades up there as well. So, and some list of of stocks to look at, possibly watch list stocks, and uh, probably going to do something on that tonight. But this is free. Uh, it's at uh, sendfox.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor. So, uh, that's a that's a kind of a good thing to 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 look at there as well. So, let's get back to the questions. Thank you very very much. And let's see, um, <laughs> any high-risk, high-reward stocks? Well, absolutely. There always are some of those. I typically like to be in stocks that are leaders, and that's when that's um, many of the, the blessed, blessed places. Right now, I would say the most high-risk, high-reward stock that I've seen recently, of course, is Virgin Galactic, and that's SPCE. And, of course, our members on the... On the um, uh, of the special Discord service, they did very well in this. We had a gentleman that made, uh, I probably shouldn't brag, but he made over $6,000 on a trade on, on on this. So very good, very good way to go. Uh, we've pulled back. We seem like we have, now here's the thing. Uh, right now I'm not in it because it's pulled back, but if we can get some support at about 46 on uh, on um, uh, on Virgin Galactic, I think that we might see another leg up here. It's basically it 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 bounced up on news and then it pulled back. But let's see see how it trades tomorrow. Let's see if we get some support right about that 45 level. This one could be very good. I have a feeling though it's probably going to pull a little bit lower, maybe down to as low as about 42. And the reason I think that is because of this 10 week uh, this this 10 day moving average, which I do think it's going to come right pretty much right down to that and then I think if it bounces off this 10-day moving average and that's right here showing you on that then I think we might have a possible new re-entry into um, Virgin Galactic and this is if you're looking at a high risk high reward one this one would probably fill that category very well symbol is SPCE all right uh, let's take a look at N I N T T. I don't know INTT that's an interesting one I don't know that uh, symbol INTT. Let's take a look. Uh, Interest Corp. Manufactures thermal, mechanical, and electrical products for semiconductor. Okay. Semiconductor equipment manufacturing area. That is a good area. By the way, I want to show you another one in that particular area. This is a very nice chart, by the way. Nice movement up. It's $17, so definitely in an area that can be bought. Um, let's look at the weekly chart. Definitely we're at a higher high. So that's looking very good. The problem with a lot of these really great stocks, they don't give you a lot of chance to buy them. And this is definitely the case here. But we have some heavy institutional uh, money coming in here. 28% funds, that's excellent. We do have positive cash flow. We did have some nice sales there. Sales increased 42%. And the profit, that's the most important thing, 400% quarter of quarter. So this is looking very, very strong. Uh, this, this, is, this is looking very, very strong in this business and it's uh so it's it's this is a, this is an interesting one so let's kind of just take a few more things here well 28 percent funds 
this is the chart. Here's the, here's, you know, I'm not in this one currently, but if you wanted to buy this one, you definitely can. And and what you want to do is you want to buy it as it's moving above about 1795. Currently it's at 1787. So what I would do here, I wouldn't buy it at this price. Of course, we're after hours, so you can't do it. I would possibly consider buying this if if it moved through about 17.95 plus 10 cents. So I would set a buy stop limit order for this one, basically with the stop being at 17.95 and then the limit being at at 19 uh, at at 18.05. So that's how I would do it. But this is possibly viable. It's got an excellent relative strength. It's in a good area. I also want to show you another stock that I recently bought. It's a uh, it's a smaller equipment manufacturer in the semiconductor space. It's KLIC, and uh, it is set up pretty nicely. Now, it's pulled back a little bit. It was at a buy point. Uh, it, it, it was at this buy point. The the, the cup uh, with handle buy point was 57.50. It's currently at 61.27. It's pulled back a little bit, but I, it's, I do think that we're going to see it hopefully move a little bit higher based on the past of it. So I want to kind of take a look at the weekly chart to kind of look at the slope of the ascent. So it looks like it's moving right up the the um, right up the 50-day moving average. So that's looking pretty good and I do think this one probably will go higher. So this is the one you might want to look at as well to, for comparison purposes. K-L-I-C. Alright, uh, let's go back and take a check at with other people on TikTok. Thank you for holding on here. I don't know what to stop on doggy coin. Well, I don't know. I can't really tell you, but it's time to take a look, of course, at everybody's favorite. We're going to look at Bitcoin, uh, you know, and kind of see what's going on, what's going on in the world of Bitcoin. Because uh, it's, you know, it's never a dull moment in Bitcoin, that's for sure. So I'm going to go over here to the Bitcoin chart. And kind of see how it's trading today. It's up again. Wow, that's good. I'm glad that it seems to be trading in this very tight range from about 32 on up to about 40. Um, but, you know, there's just a lot of, unfortunately right now, there's a lot of forces allied against Bitcoin. So it's it's been it's been difficult. As you can see, it's just come right down to about 32. It's bounced once, twice. So we definitely have put in a floor there. And again, the upper limit seems to be about 40. So it seems to be in this trading range from about 32,000 to about 40,000. Um, but it, it seems to be range bound right now. I probably would not be getting into uh, Bitcoin right now just based on what's going on in the rest of the market. But there is an area that I do think is an excellent inflation hedge. And that is the gold bullion ETF. It's called GLD. It's been trending down as of late. Uh, and it's not trading nearly as well as I'd uh, like it to. But these are the gold shares. Uh, oh, I'm, uh, th these, are the, these are the gold shares that uh, correspond to the price of gold bullion. Uh, it's been trending. It's been in this range. I do think, though, we're likely to see this move up before the end of the um, before the before the end of the uh, the year, because I do think inflation is coming in. Not a good time to be acquiring it right now, as it's trading below the 50-day moving average. But this is one you probably want to watch list um, as well, because this one could be could be a potentially a good one. 
Uh, so I'm going to take a look at the gold price, just kind of see where that is. Gold price. And let's take a look to see if I can give you a good commodity price. Let's go to bold. Okay, that's the Charles Schwab. Um, hmm. All right, well, let me get the gold fix right now. Let's see what the daily gold fix is. All right. Oops. See if I get the get this live, and this of course isn't my site, but it's uh, it's one that definitely shows the price of gold. Well, I thought it did. Should have any minutes. It should be about 18. So let's see if I can get up. I'm gonna put try to get try to get this up for you here. All right, there we go. There's the gold price. This gives us the actual real gold price. Okay, good. All right. So hopefully you can see these charts. It's down a little bit today. It's it kind of came right up to you know um, this this eighteen hundred dollar level and it's been sort of been rejected. This is in the last seven days. Let's kind of look at the trend for the last sixty days in gold. It it seems to have formed a there is some resistance at, at nineteen hundred. So so it looks like we may see it cycle back up to this this nineteen hundred dollar level but it looks like we're 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 getting a floor at about seventeen fifty. So that's part of the reason the gold shares are down. It just seems like it's interesting. We kind of we kind of are careening between these these things. But I definitely think we're going to be getting some inflation before the end of the year. I think that's uh actual uh you know actual fact. But actually one of the best less inflation hedges you know, everybody says gold is, and, and you know, that's been true for 5,000 years. But I also think that oil is a good inflation hedge. So that's one of the reasons I think some of the oil stocks are doing so very, very well. All right. So, Jose, let's take a look at fuel cell and see if there's anything there. FCEL. FCEL. And, yeah, unfortunately, this is just not a great chart to buy. Um what I'm doing here is I'm looking at the weekly chart. As you can see, we did move up all the way almost to $30, but then we were rejected. So right now it's trading below the um, it's right now tra trading below the 200-day moving average. So here's the thing about this: even though it does have a 95 relative strength, I think you gotta you gotta say, well, I, I I'm gonna have to move on on this one. I wouldn't buy this right now. It's got a long way to go. Really, I really am not considering this until it moves above 30 again, and we're and we're really far away from that. So this one has kind of been pulling back, and this alternative area, uh, um, this alternative energy area, just is not doing that well. It's 181 out of 197 in terms of the sector, so just not doing very well. So I think you just have to be, you know, if you've taken a loss on this one, just you know, the best thing to do is probably just take the loss. And uh, and move on. It's just it's tough. It's really really tough. But you, sometimes you got to do that. All right. Let's look at MMAT. MMAT. And that is metamaterials. So is this is this a lithium miner? Let's see. Oh, oil and gas. Okay. So this is in the oil and gas group, which is number one group. Uh, again, this is sort of a penny stock. It's both low ten ten dollars a share. Uh, it looks like it has pulled back significantly. Could you buy this thing? Well, I don't know if I would be a buyer at this level, 
but it does look like if it can move above about $10 a share, like it did here just a few days ago, then it might be moving higher. Let's kind of check this group to see who's leading and who's who's not leading in the um, in in this in this group. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go back to the um, I'm going to I'm going to go back to the uh, groupings and I'm going to look at the oil and gas production group, which is this is the number one group currently uh, in the market, and kind of look at it as a you know as a whole as the entire in, in, in the entire in the entire market. So here's here is the chart, the weekly chart for the entire group, the oil and gas production group, the EMP group, and it is showing a lot of strength. It's it's just moving right up to this 200-day moving average, and it still has a relative strength of 99. So it's outperforming everything else pretty much uh, in all the other sectors. The question is, what are the top stocks in the sector? Well, there's one stock that's up. It's called Goodrich Petroleum right now. It's GDP. This is one that you might want to look at. Now, it is extended, so probably not the best place to buy this. Unfortunately, there was an opportunity when it was about 12. It's at about 14 right now. But it does look very strong, and the reason it does is because they just had earnings come in, and the earnings were, well, they were pretty spectacular. The sales were up 39%, and the profits, that's the most important thing, up to 80, uh, 61%. They have strong cash flow. So it's 59% of funds in this. So good, rich petroleum based out of Houston, Texas, might be one that you want to look at. So you probably want to put this on your watch list as opposed to that other one. And the symbol on this one, it's a $14 stock, so it's really not that expensive. Its GDP is the uh, is, is the um, symbol for this. It's got a very nice relative strength line that is trending up. The checklist is also good. It's 77%. That is better than my minimum of 66%. So this is looking good. The only thing it's failing on, of course, is um, it is... Uh, is, is the is the volume it's a relatively small it's a relatively thin stock so that could present some issues uh with that but instead of mmnt why not look at this one gdp uh which is good rich petroleum because i think it's going to give you a better result i think it's going to give you a really better result there all right let's look at atip atip trying to and that is Okay, so this is an IPO. I'm not familiar with this IPO, I'll be honest. Um, it basically looks like it just came out and it has a relative strength of 7. Mm, that is not good. That is really not good. Uh, it does have a little bit of negative cash flow, not a lot, because it's not a very big company. And uh, they provide platform physical, uh, physical therapies. You know, I just think this one is too thin to trade. I probably would not be a trade, you know, I probably would not be in this one. This chart, I'm looking at the daily chart right now, uh, is not really good. It's it's it was a uh, you know they did get a new CEO, uh, but it looks as if, you know, it just hasn't been the kind of thing that they want. It it moved all the way up here to about 15 and now it's pulled back. So I think you got to probably avoid. I think you got to probably avoid it. I I just don't think it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's what you can what you can do. Let's look at Skillshare, and this of course is from Jose. Thank you for that, Jose. And it's Skills, S-K-L-Z, and of course that's Skillshare. It's sort of similar to, um, uh, what is that, 
oh, that other one, Upwork. I th it's, it's similar to Upwork. So let's compare this against Upwork. I don't like this uh, chart. It has moved above the reversal line, but it really is going sideways. So I don't really like it to buy it when it's going sideways. I'd rather have it go above about 24.80 here, and then I possibly would consider it. So I'm really, I wouldn't, I, I'm not in this one right now. I don't think I would be in this one. It's just above the 200-day moving average. It hasn't been out that long, really. This company really has only been around for yeah, a little bit less than, a little bit more than a year. So it's fairly new. I want to look at uh, Upwork, and let's compare it. UPWK and see how that one's doing. Yeah, this is a much better stock. Of course, it's more expensive. And this is Upwork. This is one, if you're interested in this particular area, this staffing area, and it's doing very, very well, by the way. There's another one in here that uh, we, we covered yesterday on Volt staffing, but Upwork is doing very, very well. This is kind of like the Uber for skills, and it's doing very, very well. This is one you might want to consider. Uh, I do think this one is much more sound, and this is uh, Upwork. And here is the chart. Let's uh, take a quick look at it. Um, very nice daily chart. Let's kind of look at, let's do the smell test on it. 88%. See, I'm liking all those things. The only thing, of course, is the earnings per share. And this one is a growth stock, so I don't expect it will have. No, it does, it does have, you know, so this is very good. So not only is this a growth stock, but it has positive cash flow. I'd like to see that. We had an excellent quarter, up 30, 37% in terms of their sales, and up over 200% in terms of their profit. And that's really what counts. This has also been around for a while since December of 2018. So this is trading at its near high. This is one you might want to put on your watch list. I think this one might be a good one. Upwork, UP, uh, WK. And, and so this one, instead of Skillshare, you might want to look at Upwork. I think it's the I think it's the best of the two. Well, I have come through whole an hour and I've yammered here. <laughs> Thank you very much for for bearing with it. If you want to get on the free action trailer, it's super easy to do. Just go to www.senfox.com/dallastradingfloor, and uh, hopefully we'll have some. I, I may have a list out uh, of some of these watch list stocks. I'm going to try to you know, really put together a nice watch list uh, and then put it out there for everybody uh, just, you know, for informational purposes and so they can so they can really see this. Um, okay, well, very, very good. I'll be back tomorrow at 2.30 Central. So, um, you know, if you do have any questions and you want me to analyze any stocks, just try to get in, um, you know, a little bit before the show starts. You know, and put your questions in there so I can get so I can get through everybody. This also goes with people that are watching on TikTok. The easy way to see all the charts and everything is to go to this address, YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor, or you can click on my uh, profile and then click the link, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and you'll see the YouTube feed for this. So until tomorrow, at uh, you know at at uh, two thirty. Let's see if we have one more question. Okay, yeah. And, uh, um, until tomorrow at 2.30, uh, everybody, um, I hope to see you back here. And, of course, uh, happy trading.